Hey everybody, this is Nomenclature and I am Brandon Henderson. My guest today is Mark Normand. We discuss the word comedy among a couple of other words. Um, about two months ago, um, Mark and I already did an episode of Nomenclature, but we talked for about an hour. I got off the call and the recording was gone. I don't know what I did, but I lost it. And I was sick to my stomach for days. And I, I actually didn't even say anything to Mark about it until like a week ago when I wrote him and, uh, you know, pleaded that uh, for him to, to come and do another episode with me. And he was very, very gracious and agreed to do it and uh, um, had tons of fun chatting with him. Um, Mark is one of my favorite comedians working today. And so it was a, a pure joy to be able to chat with him for a second time uh, about comedy, about uh, queefs, about uh, uh, the word gay. We had a, a good time. I hope, uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, please check out uh, Mark's podcast, uh, Tuesdays with Stories uh, with Joe List, as well as he put out a special on YouTube that you can watch right now for free um, called Out to Lunch which is hilarious and fantastic. Watch it, share it, um, Venmo Mark some, some money so that uh, he can have dinner and not be homeless and um, love this uh, episode. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, hope you enjoy a conversation about comedy among other things with my very special guest, Mark Norman. doing it oh yeah hey, i'm excited hey, hey. It's good to be here thanks man we're, we're recording i'm uh i'm sweating bullets i'm all stressed out i, uh -oh, I need to shaking uh, i need Everything to address right? the oh yeah, yeah yeah i need to address uh what i'm calling the queef in the room because we did this once already yep and i completely lost the entire recording somehow oh but, oh this is the queef thing this is the queen. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. I do like nine of these a day. I'm all over the place. But now I can see your photo and it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back. We're doing no video this time. It's just our beautiful voices. Oh, I, uh, what, ha what happened? How'd you lose oh it? Oh my God. I'm telling you, man. I like lost uh, 10 to 15 minutes of sleep. Um, wow. No, I was, it was the worst. So we were, we were going to do it and you, uh, you weren't able to download the old zoom. And so we did Skype and I was so confident in the Skype. So we switched over to that and we did the whole conversation. Then I got off the call, nothing, just wow. nothing was there. And it was yeah, a great yeah. one too. I feel like we really got somewhere and connected and went gay and the whole thing. And, wow, we did, man. That's just yeah, off of the ether. Uh, it's just uh, it's just for our own enjoyment, which is worth nothing, right? Like right. why why do that? Um, yeah, yeah. I was very upset. I punched my dog, and I, I gave it old lady coronavirus, and it was a, it was a bad couple of days. Wait, did you have it? No, no. I'm just oh, oh, oh! I believe you. I mean, everybody's getting it now. Like a guy I know, a guy I know in Florida just got it. 
Oh, really? Yeah, they're uh, spiking. Is it, uh, what's the deal in uh, in New York at this point? Like, is it, because I feel like it was full on Walking Dead for a minute there. Yeah, it felt like it. I mean, old people were dropping like flies, but uh, I don't know. Everything was fine for me. I'm, I uh, would go to the water every day. There was people out there drinking and exercising and jogging, but, you know, didn't find any uh, protests happen. Yeah, things uh, things got a little bananas. Even uh, even out here, people are flipping cars in Salt Lake City of all places. The Mormons are flipping cars. Really? What was that, what was that like? Uh, well, yeah, I, you know, just when all this stuff started happening, there was, uh, you know, the protests started happening. We, you know, my wife and I went to a couple of them, but we were we're old, so we we went to them when they got to a little bit uh, more peaceful. But those original yeah. ones, they. Flipped, uh, flipped a cop car, set on a fire. There was an old All Lives Matter guy that got out of, the, of his car with a bow and arrow. I saw and, that. Yeah, and he got the shit kicked out of him, and his, he got his car flipped over. Wow. But, uh, it was pretty wild. I mean, the guy's clearly a nut job, but I, I have a weird admiration for a guy who's <laughs> willing to do that for what he believes in. You know, you, I don't believe in anything, I guess, and you could trash anything I say, and I'm like, all right. Let's go to yep. Chipotle. Yeah, yeah. But a, a guy that goes full uh, Robin Hood, Hawkeye, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Either either direction. If he goes full all lives, he goes full black lives. I'm still impressed with the the full swing of it. I you know I don't want to get uh, get racist about it, but I feel like uh, I feel like all lives matter is squarely the bow and arrow. I don't feel like that's a Black Lives Matter move. No, no, they don't fuck with uh, archery. <laughs> no, Black no, people. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's a thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the last time we talked, so the, yeah, this is this is the show where I research words and we talk about uh, we talk about words. So the last time we talked, we talked about queef. I don't want to be too redundant about it for us. Well, but, wait, are um, we on? Oh, we're going, baby. Oh, wow. I was just hanging out. I thought we were just uh, chopping the wood there, Fatty. All right. Well, hey, let's, let's, I was being boring. Sorry, I'll pick it up. No, no, this is, uh, this is fantastic. No, I, I just go straight for it. I like to catch off guard. All um, right. All right. So we, we talked about queef before, which is, uh, was made me very happy that you chose the word. Oh, um, good. Most people well, don't we'll do feel it. that way. Oh, I, I think it's a great word. We'll do a quick review, Please. Uh, which um, it, it's a pretty new word. It came out maybe uh, it, was, it was really like the 80s. 90s, wow. Very that new. queef became a thing. Very new. Uh, comes from a British word to quiff, which is basically like an onomatopoeia. It's just like the sound of wind, like kind of thing. Uh-huh. And uh, it. somehow it, uh, it's, it, became the queef thing um but maybe the most exciting thing that i learned about a queef that i think everybody should know is that it is an actual it should be a compliment to you if you're with a lady and she does one of these queef things really oh great because i had i had a couple of my lady likes to do like six in a row yeah it's like a like a shotgun or machine gun type yeah like we'll uh we'll be banging doggy style or something and then i'll yep. flip her around and during the flip is when it really really <laughs> lets fly you know it's like a bad muffler yeah 
Well, that's yeah, that's uh, it's the culprit of the positioning, especially the doggy style. I'm told is uh, one of the things that really makes that happen. Oh, but there you go. Compliment to you, sir, because uh, supposedly inside of the the lady's vagina and whatnot, when she becomes aroused, it opens and pushes the uterus kind of up to make space to try to welcome in uh, whatever's coming in there. Uh-huh. And and then traps more air as a result. So the more aroused, the bigger that space, the more air, the more queefing. So congratulations. Wow, I'll take it. I'll, I think she has a tiny vagina, which is also good news for everybody, but uh, <laughs> I can't take all the, uh, the glory. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm you know, I'm just, I'm giving credit where it's due. She, she gets 90% of, uh, yes. of the credit for, for the queef, I would think. Oh yeah. Easily. Tiny so, badge, very small gash. <laughs> well, success for everybody there. I mean, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. 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 I, I lucked out. It's not even Asian. Wow. Well, neat. Um, so question for you, you put out this, uh, as a quick aside. So we, we covered the queef. We spent quite a bit of time talking about that last time, but, um, you got this, uh, this new special out, which I was very excited that, uh, got put out on, on the YouTube. Um, Oh, you were the one. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Uh, I watched it 1.6 million times or however many times it's been viewed. It's all been me. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's doing quite well. It's kind of a, uh plateaued as they say but it's still still trickling along and i can't uh, i can't thank the folks enough because it was a risk putting it out that yeah. way and it's all paying off so uh, i'm just curious about this because you, you just full-on produced it yourself yeah uh paid for it yourself yeah. put it together just put it on your own channel no sponsor no nothing just said here we go that's it oh yeah that is a ballsy Basically. move. Yeah, well, I mean, people keep telling me that, but it was uh, mostly it was mostly uh, out of you know desperation and no other option. So yeah. I kind of had to do it that way because no one else would buy it. No one touched it with a ten foot pole. I don't even know if people watched it. I'd send it to Netflix and all these people, and they would. The two days later, they'd go, "No, we're good. We got a lot of this. We got a lot of that." And I'm like, "I wonder if they even saw it?" Because when it yeah. came out, it got such a great not to toot my own anal, but I got such a great numbers response. And if you look at the comments, I mean, they're like 99% positive. And uh, you want to go, hey, you chooches, uh, what what do you need? You, I got yeah. the numbers, I got the quality, you know, blow me. I mean, do you even care about comedy or or content? Is it just the name? Look, I know you yeah. like Ellen. I get the Ellen thing. We got to have Ellen on, but uh, yeah. she stinks. <laughs> Well, here's the crazy thing for me, and I try not to uh, give compliments because emotions make me uncomfortable, but um, truly, uh, one of the, I mean, hands down for me, what, you're one of the best joke writers out there. I think it would be hard uh, to argue. I mean, geez, just, there's no, there's no fat. It's, it's perfect. Um, and then to have you, you know, struggle in that, not get someone to pick up and then have some of these uh asshats have like netflix and everything else specials it's very confusing as as uh from this end of the of the spectrum 
Aha. Uh -huh. Well, hey, thanks. I mean, uh, it's a different different ball game out there, you know. We're not playing sports, you know, because sports you have to have skills and hit the ball well and, you know, have good stats. And if you have good stats in comedy, they go, yeah, yeah, we can get a home run out of you, but we need we need you to be Ken Griffey Jr. or, you know, Cal Ripken. You're like, I know, but I'll be Cal Ripken if, if you let me. You got to put me on the team, you know, and, but they, that's not how it goes. It's showbiz, you know? No. Uh, since, since this has gone out and it's done so well, are you, are you getting the calls? Are people like, yeah, Hey, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, there oh, you go. Sorry. I cut you off there, but yeah, getting the calls and, but it just sucks that it took that to get their attention. Cause I'm like, Hey, I'm the same guy. You fucking come guzzling yeah. Nazis. Uh, it's still me here. <laughs> still the same skill set, same, now I have less to offer you because I just gave away my blood, sweat, and jizz for, for YouTube. And now yeah. you come a-calling, but other comics, and I could name names, but I won't. They don't have to prove themselves. They can just call in and get on. They go, oh, you got an hour? It looks pretty good. All right, we'll put it on. But me, I had to prove myself. So oh, I'm bitter. I'm a douche. I hate myself. But I've been complaining about this too much, and I'm sure I'm turning people off. So uh, we should move on. No, I, I loved it. I think it's fantastic. Um, I hope it, uh, you know, makes you, you know, makes you the porn star you want to be or whatever you're, you're after. Um, sure. but I don't know. I, one of the, one of the things, so you chose queef last time. I, uh, we talked about it for a sec. I, I kind of chose a couple other words just for this time that I did a little bit of research on that we can talk about for a second. And this seems like a good uh, way to go into talking about the word, uh, comedy and some of its history Ooh. since you're a big fan of that word as we all are. I am. Um, yeah, it's what, on the back wall of my special. Yes, it is. Um, and it's a great t-shirt that uh, oh, uh, people, people should buy. Um, Please. Uh, so, you know, one of the things, I don't know, it's like a, so comedy is like a 14th century word, all right? And it mm. used to just basically be like a narrative that had a happy ending on it. And that's it's ah. basically, what it was, some kind of old guy with a beard would get up and tell a story and it ended in a positive way. And that, that was comedy back uh -huh. in the day. Um, so right. you have like uh, Jeffrey Chaucer who did like the Canterbury Tales, told a bunch of dirty jokes in there that are hard to understand because it's old English. That was yeah. sort of early comedy. Um, but one of the things I love and I think it would be interesting to talk to you about is, is sort of like the beginning of um, American comedy when it comes yeah. to what it now is known as stand-up and how this whole thing started. Uh, you know, you've got like, like Moms Mabley and Jack Benny and Bob Hope and all these guys that sort of started and it was real like snapping the fingers and uh, classy cigars and whiskey and all this stuff. Um, but then I've been thinking about this because I know you've talked about it a lot with like so sort of the social justice warrior type thing and not being able to say anything and you know how hard that's been and people get you know canceled or whatever the fuck that's supposed to be um but I, I was thinking you know you've got like a Lenny Bruce who got banned from entire states yeah for just saying words I know isn't it stupid and and I get it. I get, look, I get the system. We got a good system. You say something people don't like, they complain right. and you move on and that's fine. That's, that's the way the world works. But here's my thing. 
it's not just that with the canceling. The canceling is calling you a racist or a homophobe or a sexist or a right. bigot of any kind. And you're like, okay, I get you're allowed to say whatever you want, but now you're ruining my entire name. You're tarnishing my whole personality, my whole you know body of work. You just don't like it, so you get to call me this horrible thing. That's what I have a problem with. So now yeah. I get, and people, you know, that word spreads like wildfire and people just get to, Call you know Louis. I know the guy. He's not a bad guy. He's not. He's not a sexual whatever predator. But that's just he's just got that stank on him for the rest of his life because yep. we need headlines. Because we need clickbait. That's that's the problem. It's not. Look, you can hate my shit, hate my jokes. I get. It. I hate myself. That's <laughs> fine. That's totally allowed. Uh, you know, I hate. Uh, I don't really like Fluffy or other comics. You know, but I, I'm not gonna ruin the guy's life and we've gotten yeah. so caught up in this uh, this kind of like uh pat ourselves in the back social justice i'm a hero that we've we've lost the forest from the trees with with just ruining people based on a zinger they made in 88 yep well so that's it. that's that's why i uh that's why i loved uh Chappelle's sticks and stones so much Yes, it's, yes. I, I keep t saying to people that are like, no, I, you know, I was offended by this or that. I'm like, the name of the special is Sticks <laughs> and Stones. I know, you know, I know. You know the nursery rhyme, Sticks and Stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. The whole point of that shit is for him to be like, hey, it's just comedy, man. Just settle the fuck down. It doesn't matter what I say. Yeah. Say whatever I want. You don't have to like it, but take it in context. Yes, and it totally. Drives and now, me nuts. now all those same twats are blowing him for this little, you know, thirty-minute <laughs> thing he put out, this eight forty-six yep. or whatever, because it's on the right side, and we all can get behind. It. Even though he's talking about kicking a woman in their stinky pussy, which for some reason they're fine with that now. He would have said that two years ago. That would have been, oh, you hate women. That's uh, violence yep. towards women, and that, talk about the stinky pussy. That's misogynist. For some reason, that's just not misogynist now because it's clouded in the in the world of of uh you know black mat lives matter or whatever and they're too scared to touch that with a 10-foot pole so yeah. the the reality is all very obvious and it's all pretty clear for a critical thinker or someone who's not just kind of going with the, the flow of things but uh you know we just we're so phony and we're so i think we're all just so scared of being on the other side of that cancel broomstick that we uh we just kind of Hey, 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 whatever you say, I'll, I'll sheep it up. I'll go with you. Yeah, just don't, don't yell at me next, you know? Yep. Well, and it's, what's so funny about it is I, I can't tell. It's like a chicken and egg thing. I can't tell which one produced which or they both produced each other. Is you've got that, <laughs> yeah. and, then you've, and then you've got, you've got like, Trump, who is so – guy says anything and everything. And the difference is, is what he says actually does have an effect on what people do like uh -huh. you'll get up there and start making comments and people start stabbing each other in the face um you know in the you know white riots or some crazy thing will happen and he'll yeah. just be like i don't know i didn't mean you know that wasn't me but it totally right. is right but they're putting like a comic on the same level as like the president of the united states the cause and effect is not the same you know what i mean yeah of course of course and but i feel like it's Trump's a reaction to each other 
Yes, he's a lunatic. Uh, I think it's also a little bit of entitlement. Like, we kind of get whatever we want now. I mean, we get food yep. delivered to our house in two seconds. We can pause TV. We can watch any show we want in two seconds. Anything's on the internet you want. Amazon, it's all right there. Everything's me, me, me. So if you don't go with some guy's opinion, because that's all it is now. It's like, you disagree with me, you're fucked. You're done. Like, we can't even disagree. I thought you were all about being open-minded. I thought you were all about being compassionate. And you can't even hang with a guy or have a discussion with a guy who disagree. I got, I'm, I'm a liberal douche, cuck, bitch, but I got plenty of uh, right-wing friends and conservative friends because they're just people. I mean, isn't that the definition of discrimination? Just, you know, cutting someone off because they don't believe the same thing you do? Like, what kind of world do you want to live in? I thought it was all about what happened to diversity. Diversity is not just skin color. It's different ideas, different thoughts, different shapes, sizes, people, yeah. personalities, and We've forgotten about all that, and we just kind of go paint by numbers. Uh, black is good, white is bad, women are good, <laughs> men are bad, or when is straight is bad, gay is good. Like, no, people are nuanced. Some there's tons of good white people, there's tons of good black people, there's tons of bad white, people, there's tons of bad black people. Some cops are good, some cops are bad. It's all just so simple, but we just gotta make it so stupid. And uh, the Trump thing, I completely agree with you. It's all crazy and. I'm a clown. I'm trying to get laughs up there. I'm putting words in a certain order to make something in your brain go ha. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to recreate the wheel here. I'm just making yeah. you know yuck 'em ups. Yeah. It, well, and the thing is, is it, it takes it takes time for opinions to change. You know, yes. that, that's the thing too. I, like to your point, I think we're so like, give me everything now. Right, right, right. People will have these Facebook arguments, and I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of getting on the Facebook uh, and arguing with my my aunt who's 75 and telling her that she needs to understand the world my way. Yeah. But like, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it, it's you've got decades of uh, certain experience and growing up in a certain time. That's I'm not saying that's an excuse, but for you to expect that, like, hey, I posted some article on Facebook that gives every opinion I think of. And if you don't agree with all of it right now, you're a piece of shit and you should die. Right. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. You know, like yeah. my, when I was in high school, I don't want to out my parents, but when I was in high school, my, my parents were not uh, huge fans of gay people. You know, all they, right. I remember my, or even before that, I remember I was in maybe early junior high. My brother had like a, a, a t-shirt of Robert Smith from the cure on it, on, on it. And it was ah. like, you know, he had his makeup on and he's pulling his hair back. And my mom was all like, uh, he's gay. As if like just that was enough for him to be like, oh, God, <laughs> I didn't know that. I should take this off and burn it. Um, yeah. But then probably five years ago, I was hanging out with my parents. We went into Best Buy and they knew the guy that was working there. And my mom gave him a big hug, asked him about his boyfriend. Said, that's so great. Come over for dinner. And I was like, what the fuck? happens ah. i've been gone for uh you know 20 years or whatever so progress has been made uh i can't make as many assumptions about my parents narrow mindedness but it takes it takes time sometimes sure sure be patient sure, i agree be patient but nobody wants to wait for someone else because they just want everything now 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 which i get you know i'm guilty of it too i mean the internet takes two seconds longer than you, you hope and you're, you're kicking your laptop but uh yeah it takes time but I, I don't know. I just I just hate the fact that uh, if you 
people don't, I think the reason people attack comedy so much is because it's kind of comes from truth and people yeah. hate the truth. The truth is, uh, as my friend Joe List says, reason is edgy now, you know? Yeah. And it's so true. Like if you go, uh, it really is. We got to help these black people. And you go, yeah, we got to help. Uh, you know, do you see the video of the white guy getting killed by the cops? They were mean to him and made fun of him. Yeah, well, hey, shut up. We're talking about black. I'm like, well, this exists. I thought you hated police brutality. Like, what about this guy? And they're like, well, we're doing this now. I'm like, this is a problem, though. We Police brutality, you know? And they're like, yeah, well, we're talking about black people. And you're like, well, what about this black guy? And, you, and they just get mad at you. I'm like, well, these things are real. You know, like, I know it's right. not helping your narrative, but uh, we got to talk about everything here. I don't know. So very strange. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's more about the, the, as my, uh, my stepson would say, it's more about the sick burn, a lot less about the logic of it or what's really going to yes. be helpful in the long run. It's yeah, more just yeah. like, I, sl I slammed you, uh, you know, shut the fuck up. It's like, it's like a, it's like Je everyone wants to be, wants to Jeff Frost each other. Everybody yeah. just wants to show up and be like, you know, this is the, the biggest burn. Fuck off. Now you're a moron and you should die because I won totally. the, the pissing contest. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't get you anywhere because no one's willing to go, oh, yeah, good point. Never thought of it that way. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. no more never thought of it that way. No. Well, because, I mean, it goes back to Trump. It's like uh, it started, people started criticizing um, compromise. Remember that? It was like like four or five years ago. I feel like suddenly, like compromise used to be a, a positive, right? Between like Republicans and Democrats are like, they came to a compromise and they passed some bill. And then suddenly it became, he compromised because he's a pussy. Oh, you know? interesting. I don't remember that, but I, I like where your head's at. Yeah, I just, I remember the word, the definition of the word started to change. So compromise instead of like a positive in that context became Oh, he gave something up. He didn't like stick to his guns and just say, I'm only going to get what I want because anything you want is bullshit. Now, yeah. now it's uh, it makes you weak somehow. Right. Just bananas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is bad. That's a good point. Never thought about that. I agree. Compromise should be a good thing. That's, that's what keeps a marriage going. That's for sure. It sure does. Um, that's why I'm on the second one. Um, <laughs> Wow, you Excited. did it again, huh? You pulled the trigger on number two. Whew. I'm telling you, yeah. And it, uh, you know what? I have never in my entire life, uh, I don't want to get too schmaltzy here, but um, never been happier. I, uh, I didn't think it was possible. I, um, I completely written off marriage and love and anything. And uh, I married uh, uh, a woman uh, seven years my senior. She'll enjoy that I brought that one up. And yeah. uh, that I just bring it up just so people know. And she is the most incredible, beautiful, amazing, wonderful person ever. And I'm now uh, um, one of those gross, like uh, I'm in love with my wife people. All right, well, hey, that's fun. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, it's good, man. Um, yeah, we're all jealous. Yeah, you should be. We have, uh, we have really good sex. That's good. Oh, so, hey, all right. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of, uh, we're gonna do one more word and then and then I'll let you go. I like to keep these tight. Oh wait, I don't um, remember the. Uh, did we even talk about comedy? We did. It was just uh, so we can get more. I I literally have like four pages of comedy history. 
Let's dive hey. in a little more into it. Let's go. Yeah, give me give me some of the the fun nuggets. Yeah, let's go. So, uh, so classical Greek, uh, like I said, 14th century. Uh, I think we talked about this briefly when we uh, with the last podcast. Um, I really enjoyed this quote. So Aristotle defined mm. comedy as an imitation of men worse than the average, where tragedy was an imitation of men better than the average. Whoa. Say that. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. I queefed. I missed it. I had a brain queef. <laughs> I get it. Um, hit, so again, hit this me. Is, I want to really get it. Yeah, this is early, early definition of comedy. Aristotle say it, said it's a, a comedy is an Im- imitation of men worse than the average, where tragedy was an imitation of men better than the average. Oh, wee! I love it. So, I love it. Which is uh, <laughs> feels apt with uh, most comedians that uh, I know. Yeah. But you know, you've got you've got the tragedies, right? You've got like Hamlet, who's supposed to be like this great person, and it's their downfall, and that's why it's a tragedy. Whereas you've got uh, comedies where there's these the schmucks stumbling around uh and they're worse than the average joe fucking everything up and it's funny to look at them and, and laugh at them yeah yeah that's good stuff i'm yeah i agree i like that's a nice nice nutshell way to put it yeah it's pretty good i like it um and then uh so again uh aristotle so uh, he wrote something called the poetic, um, and he's talking again about like tragedy and comedy sort of running in parallel. And this was a, another interesting little nugget. Um, so he described, uh, art of comedy as the purification of certain affections of our nature, not by terror and pity, but by laughter and ridicule. So I'll say that, I'll say that, say that again. So the art uh, of comedy as a purification of certain affections of our nature, not by terror and pity, but by laughter and ridicule. So you kind of saw it as like a way to sort of cleanse uh, certain parts of our, uh, certain parts of human nature, but through laughter right. and ridicule even, which is yes. particularly interesting because, you know, my favorite comedy are the ones, are, are jokes and comedians that, are biting yes. that will kind of go Same. into that space that is a little uncomfortable. But like you said, when they say it, you're like, that's really fucking true. Right. Right. Here, here. I'm with you on that. And, and you know, I and feel the truth hurts. The truth hurts sometimes and it should. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't love that. They, that we ain't going to kind of got to compare it to tragedy all the time. You know, just just give me comedy. Why do we have to compare it to you know this other big genre? That, that makes me feel like they don't take it as seriously. But but I, I, I'm a cunt, so I get it. I get it. Well, that that is an interesting. Like it's the it's the masks. You know, it's the, right, the comedy right. tragedy masks. And you, it's the complaint I remember um, when Jeff Daniels did uh, Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. He, he he'll still talk about it. Like he'll go on a tirade about why is drama considered so much more important than than comedy yeah and, it, and harder it, they consider it harder it wins all these awards he played a retard oh my god give him a statue <laughs> but but it's way easier to play a retard than it is to play a a funny guy 
Right. Well, I feel like the line is so much thinner. Like, I feel feel like you can make so many more, I feel like more, so many more missteps more quickly and easily in a comedy than you could with drama. You just cover it up with the cry or whatever. Right. And and comedy, it, it can't miss. And if it misses, the whole thing's ruined. And comedy feels more innate. Like you talk about dumb and dumber. You just watch some of the movements it's almost like dancing. Like some people just have that rhythm in them and uh, yeah. uh, parentheses black people. But uh, you, you watch Jim Carrey and you're like, he's just doing extra shit. And there's no way the director told him to do that. Cause it's too, oh, no. it's too specific. It's too uh, subtle. And like, just when he took the banaca and sprayed it away from his mouth and, you know, stuck his butt out at the bar and like, uh, when, when he had the orange tuxedo on, like all that was uh-huh. just, that was all him. It was just genius. Oh yeah. Uh, and when he, uh, one of my favorite like uh, Hollywood lore things, and this, this is true is when he is coming out of the, the bar and he sees the uh, landed on the moon newspaper on the wall. Oh yeah. He's like, we've landed on the moon. Uh, that's great or whatever. Uh, yeah. That was completely improvised. Yeah. Kind of, it's such a genius move. So genius, and the uh, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world that was improvised. Yeah. I mean, the, the squirting the ketchup and the mustard up and catching with your tongue instead of just spraying it in like that was that had to be improvised. I mean, come on, this is next level shit that guy was doing. Yeah. Well, and ex- exhausting too, right? Like, you watch him oh, in any, yeah. any movie, the physical uh, exertion that that guy has to go through is, I mean, no I wonder know. he's got this you know a history of sort of manic depression or whatever i mean yeah jesus Same I with Robin williams you... oh totally even, yeah i don't know the how line you where he goes uh, oh sorry the line where he goes uh well let's look her up on the phone book and they can't find her and he goes i'm not seeing her here lloyd and he goes she must be enlisted <laughs> and he does two breaths in the air like just that little move like that was hilarious and how did he know to do that how do you know it would be funny she must be enlisted <laughs> <laughs> yeah. unbelievable I know. Unbelievable. I feel like 90% of uh, Jim Carrey films was just him fucking around. Oh, yeah. It's just like, hey, let's watch this artist at work and we'll put a plot around it. Yeah. Which I feel like is under, like, the whole physical comedy. Like, he he really melded the two, uh, I think, sort of bridged the gap between sort of old school slapstick, uh, pratfall type fellas and... Uh, the sort of cool comedy uh, type thing now that like, I don't know. I feel like slapstick is not as in vogue anymore as it used to be. And I feel like yeah, it was sort of, yeah. uh, sort of walked over Jim to, you know, Jim, he and I were, were BFFs um, uh, to get to this other side of things. But I love a good slapstick. I love a guy falling down and. Well, the face. problem. The problem with slap, I like it too, but it's rarely good. You know, you see a lot of them, you're like, ah, what is this, five-year-olds? This is kind of dumb, but right. some people do it, like Jerry Lewis or Jim Carrey. Some people just, Eddie Murphy can do it, I feel like, but some people can just nail it, and you're like, this is unbelievable. Well, when you don't nail it, it's, ugh, it's bad. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, that, I think that speaks to why it's like, it's like the, it's like Daniel Day-Lewis and you know, Eddie Murphy or whatever. Like it's, it's in the same vein. It's just different. Not many people can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. 
it's kind of like improv. You ever seen really good improv? It's really amazing. Uh, What's that? Get like improvised comedy. Good. Get him. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> no, it's an oxymoron. Nice. I'm I just kidding. I, I know it's, it's rare. Trust me. But when you see good, it's really, you know, whose line is it anyway? I guess caught a little bit of, you know, they catch a, yep. a minute or two of it. And it's almost like surfing where you just catch a wave for a second. But uh, bad improv is like, where's the gun and the whiskey and put it <laughs> in my mouth and pull the trigger. It is a funny thing for some reason. And it may just be me. Um, and I have a, I have a good friend who owns an improv club here locally and great improv is fantastic. And I love him and uh, kisses to you, Zach. Um, and great improv is fantastic. There's something about bad stand-up versus bad improv. I find so much joy in bad stand-up. And I just cringe at bad improv. Right, um, right. Not that, it, not that I watch bad stand-up and I'm like, oh, this, this guy is good. I just, for some reason, it makes me really happy to see someone bomb so epically bad well that's fun because it's just a guy up there and you know he's feeling it and you know he's sweating but with improv they're acting like it's not real and they're doing like a (laughs) well this is awkward in the pet store we're in on the moon you know talking to bruce (laughs) willis and you're like oh you fucking coward (laughs) own it at least with a stand-up he's up there going ah shit i'm bombing up here i want to kill myself this sucks i should have been a lawyer you know, but yeah. uh, that's the beauty of stand-up. It's got, it's got stakes. The guy's got balls yes. up there. He's taking his life in his hands. And it's a, it's a, a risk. I mean, as Seinfeld put it well, he said, the whole art of stand-up is quelled fear. The whole time the audience, because the audience doesn't want you to bomb either, you know? Like when a guy's bombing, they're uncomfortable, he's uncomfortable. But uh, it's just quelled fear. You see, when he walks out, you go, okay, what's he going to say? How's this going to go? Is this going to be bad? I'm going to make me laugh. Come on, get to it, get to it. And uh, that's why confidence is key in stand-up is because you just want to, you want to calm the audience down. Like, Hey, I know what I'm doing. I can drive this plane. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the surprise too. I love the surprise of a guy walking up where I'm like, Oh, this guy is not going to be funny at all. Yes. And they are so fucking funny. I love that surprise. Um, Yes. Or like the personality shift. You assume that this, uh, you know, lady is going to be real quiet or, or going to be, some real dirty person, but then shows up and just does something completely opposite. I love, I love that part too. And, yes, and it's fun yes. to watch a, a comedian that you know is really good at comedy, particularly. I feel like that's particularly fun to watch them bump because you know they're good and you right. can see what, what they're trying to do and it's just not hitting. And to see yeah. them sweat it out is, I don't know why. It's just like such a fantastic feeling. And I, I actually totally. like being up there and, do you know, if I'm going to do that, I like having someone in the back of the room that uh, I can walk back to and be like, well, that fucking sucked, you know, and it's, yeah, yeah. there's something about it that's, that's I enjoyable. agree. It's a special thing. That's why you got to see comedy live because you're not going to see Bill Burr working it out on, a, on Netflix, you know, that's why you got to go see him because somewhere in that hour you're going to see he's going to be working on some idea he had about dogs and uh, <laughs> he's going to try to mask it and hide it in the other good stuff. But a real comedy fan can tell what's, what's the new one. And, and that's the other thing about comedy is you, it's the only art form that you need a, a live crowd to work it out. Otherwise I've written a thousand jokes in my apartment during pandemic, but who knows if they're any good, I got to take them out. No. Yeah. 
Well, it, you, you make these assumptions that like, I think, especially early on that like big comedians don't fuck up, you know, right, it's like right. they, they just come out prepackaged and they have this perfect special. Right. Um, and I feel like, uh, you know, the first time uh, I ever played the, the comedy store, I felt so good being there because I was like, oh, these guys are just as great and just as shitty as anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, th there's 10 minutes of silence for, for somebody that, uh, that you otherwise thought was, you know, that was a top 10 comedian or whatever, just because they're working out new shit and it happens to everybody. I mean, totally. I, I feel like the, the percentages get, get smaller where you're fucking up, the better people get because they, you know, people know. Right, right. But you still fuck up. I feel like yeah, everybody and then, then you have respect for guys who are, putting it all on the line and trying new shit too you go wow this is a this is a fucking pro and he's still kind of floundering up there a little bit trying to work out this idea and i respect yep. him for it because you got to do it no matter how yep. good you are yeah just the balls the balls to stand up there and be like i've never said what i'm about to say i have no idea if this is funny let's just try it is uh is just so crazy admirable i love to watch a yeah. guy go do that yeah. yeah, and I, I'm glad it's hard and humiliating and awkward because if it wasn't, everybody would do it. Yes. Um, yes, it's fantastic. Um, so I'm trying to decide whether to leave it off or to discuss the word gay with you. You tell me. Ooh, no, well, if you can make it quick. Yeah, let's let's we're gonna do a five minute uh, gayathon because uh, it's June, and uh, I feel like uh, uh, Pride Month is getting swallowed up right, by right. all the protests. So let's give them let's give them a minute. I I thought this was fantastic because so it's a Middle English word again, 14th century. Uh, mm -hmm. A couple of the early meanings were excellent person, gallant knight, noble lady. Uh, they really like the best. Um, the, the, the sort of the best a person could be was a, the definition of gay for a long, long time. Um, oh, wow. And still can be, certainly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It used to be, uh, well, I'm sure it still is a surname, but I did like the, the example that they used that I found was uh, 12th century surname Philippus de Gay. Uh, <laughs> that was just a fun, a fun That's name. That's fun. Um, yeah. Fill up my gay. Fill up my gay. Uh, and then in the 1890s, it became, uh, it was when it be, kind of became sexualized a little bit. So you had mm. a gay house, which was just a brothel, um, not necessarily a, a homosexual brothel, just, just, just a brothel. Okay. And then around the well, 1940s. Was, it was happy, right? Yeah, it was, it was happy. So a happy house. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, until you leave and you, you've got the herpes, but. Um, sure. And then uh, around 1940s, you got psychological writing. Uh, you're referring to, to gay people as homosexuals. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the association with male homosexuality got a boost from a term gay cat, mm. which was a euphemism. For, uh, a young hobo. Really? Hobo. Uh, a young hobo uh, who uh, was, was sort of like a, a tramp 
but a tramp that would uh, apparently uh, come and try to steal your stuff and then uh, get fresh with you. Whoa, that's fun. So uh, I'm not sure if it's acceptable to interchange gay or young young hobo with people. You can try it. Call them out. Uh-huh. There's a lot of young hobos here tonight. Just see what to have, see what they know. But um, so gay, uh, gay cat. There you go. Gay cat. There's, there you go. I've got pages like of this this shit, but I thought uh, you know I'd give you a little history on on gay as well. So you know. But Please, I, I'll uh, take it. I prefer young hobo, and I prefer excellent person, uh, gallant knight, and noble lady. These are all <laughs> these are all great, great yes. backstory. So um, a word can change. Yes, I know so much. Um, Mark Norman, thanks, man. I, I pre- you've done this twice, and this time it actually recorded. Uh, thank the Lord above. I appreciate yeah. it so much that you've uh, been willing to to do this again, and uh, sure. you know. God bless you. No problem. No problem. And thanks for having me. And that was fun. And I love etymology. So uh, I'm always on board. But give me a year. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it a year next time. I won't, uh, I won't come back in uh, two months and make you do it again. All right. Thank you, sir. And good to talk to you again. And praise Allah. <laughs>